For Tuesday, September 22, the 266th day of 2020, there are 100 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 103.9 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we're going to update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Of course, more Supreme Court of the United States talk. We'll tell you about that. More COVID-19 talk. And uh, look forward to it on Tuesdays. It'll be snack time. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm great. Good. Yeah. I finally did it. Yeah. It took me six months, but I found a year that's worse than 2020. Oh, yeah. The year is 536. Mm -hmm. 536 Mm -hmm. A.D. was a worse year than 2020. Mm. That's the year a volcano erupted in Iceland and the sun dimmed for a year and a half and led to a catastrophic global cold spell. Listen. So if you have to compare 536 and 2020, which is worse? Well, 2020. Don't be getting any ideas. (laughs) 2021, don't be sizing up the volcanic. Well, 2020 is not over. Like, don't, listen, October. <laughs> Could be. That's true. Could be worse. I don't know what you yeah. bring, but don't bring volcanoes. Tuesday, Beach is on assignment, and we've uh, welcomed back our dear friend. You may know him as Yukon Cornelius. Who am I? The name's Yukon Cornelius. The members of First Baptist Church know him as WD-40. You're looking at a mighty humble humble. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook. Morning, Yukon. Good morning. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me back. I'm surprised every time the door's still open. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days you'll come away with a goose egg on your forehead (laughs) where the door didn't open and you tried to go through it. I just kept walking. It it can happen. You all have at the uh, Cook Ranch, you'll have a little birthday hangover today after celebrating a big birthday. It's been a crazy weekend, but my dad turned 70 yesterday, the big 7-0. Wow. And uh, how many birthday cards did he receive? He ended up, uh, as at the end of yesterday, it was like 54. Wow. 54. Yeah, nice. super appreciative of those. And uh, <laughs> even one from every preschooler at the at the church there. There so. may be 16 Huge. more cards that will show up next week. Probably. <laughs> probably. Well, because I know they were being mailed to your house, yes. is what I yes. yes. And then in the other significant Cook Ranch news, or maybe not the entire Cook Ranch, but yes. uh, you yourself, did you win that eBay auction? 
of well, the 32-foot well, inflatable Yukon Cornelius well, that you've been bidding on. I forgot that was public. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was posting that on Messenger to Sarah uh-huh. uh, privately yeah. okay. as a Christmas idea yeah. for the family. Uh, uh, actually, I did yeah, go, that would be good. By the way, I did go back and look at your post. It has one like, and it Yours. was mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just blocked by so many people. It's just two or three people see it, and my mom stopped liking stuff. Who so doesn't was... want a 32-foot inflatable Yukon Cornelius in your front yard for Christmas time? Fantastic. It's time. Let's go. Let's get it. I think it's spot on. Uh, fall is here. It arrived about 40 minutes ago, 39 minutes ago to be exact. 8.31 Central Time, the autumnal equinox arrived. We'll talk more about what it means later on in the show. A shower chance will return to the forecast tomorrow, no, actually Thursday, as the remnants of Tropical Storm Beta will lift further north. A better chance of showers comes this weekend with a cold front. We'll see increasing clouds today as fall arrives, but I don't think we're going to see much rain. Uh, matter of fact, no chance of rain, but we'll see clouds increase this afternoon. 78 today, mostly cloudy, 56 tonight. 78 tomorrow with a 1 in 10 chance of rain, so pretty much as if saying, no, it's not going to rain tomorrow either, but perhaps on Thursday, and we need it. We need things to kind of get dusty and dry in our area. President Trump is said to make his pick for the Supreme Court by week's end. He thinks it could be Friday or Saturday that will... launch a monumental Senate confirmation fight ahead of the November election. It is occupying, obviously, the uh, the discussion and the dialogue of America, should they or shouldn't they. I'm going to have to give uh, I saw a great interview with Ted Cruz this morning on CBS this morning because, and the reason it was great, is because Anthony Mason and Ted Cruz argued. Mm. And that's always good to see, you know, the left-leaning media, mm-hmm. like those national news organizations like CBS and places like that. And then you get conservative leaders on, and then they tangle because the biases of the left-leaning national media become so obvious when presented with a set of conservative principles. They go, oh, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> that's exactly and what Ted doesn't hold funny. a whole lot back, does he? No, no he does no. not. But he led with this. He, he challenged them. You all tweeted right before I came on about Republican senators and this and that and da, da, da. He said, where's the tape? Where, where's the tape of Chuck Schumer in 2016 saying Merrick, Merrick Garland should get a confirmation hearing? Where's the tape of Nancy Pelosi in 2016 saying Merrick Garland should get a hearing? Where's the tape of Hillary Clinton saying that in 2016? Right. Where is Pelosi? You know, like, where, where are all of these, where, uh, Tim Kaine, where are all the people who were in the Senate in 2016 that said, this person deserves a hearing even though it's an election year, so it's, everyone has just changed jerseys. That's the thing. I mean, honestly, everybody's been exposed for the, for who they are as a politician right now because they're all on the opposite sides of where they were in 2016. Nobody's standing there saying, I'm saying today what I said in 2016. None of them. Have you seen the tape in the last 20 hours of Justice Ginsburg herself saying they should have comfort, they should have uh, Supreme Court nominations uh, and hearings in election years? And I would say from the grave, she's <laughs> wow. saying no election <laughs> hearings right now. <laughs> Nobody's saying what they said in 16. Misty, you made a comment yesterday. Oh, dear. About the arrows in the quiver. Yeah. And I didn't catch your inference. 
because I had not seen the George Stephanopoulos interview with Nancy Pelosi on this week, on this past Sunday morning. Have you seen the full interview? No, not the full. Dennis, have you no. seen the full interview? Mm-mm. <laughs> I want to watch it now. It's divine. <laughs> it is. It, you can find it on YouTube. So it's uh, this week with George Stephanopoulos. It was this past Sunday morning. Okay. And so he sets her up and he says um, he's talking to her and she's got her talking points. And he says, but you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. And she blinks twice like an animatronic at Disney World. And then she reboots and says, good morning. Sunday morning. And then she pauses. She forgets what show she's on, apparently, because CBS Sunday morning is on another network. She says, Sunday morning. And then she says, we have a responsibility. And she goes on in a... It was weird. Well, so she's she's a little bit notorious for this over the years. There's if you begin to dig, it's and it's and it's not a laughing matter. Like there's something, you know, aging people deal with dementia and some things going on. So there's some question: Is she struggling ah. with some things like that? But it is, it is very telling, and I and I think some people can get nervous and get lost in words. But she's done this so long; she's past that. I think. Mm, yeah. So this is very. Like a, it's a hard reset. It like, is a hard reset, and it's somebody swapped the double A batteries out of her back and put them back in. He, he, she really does Good look morning. like an animatronic. Sunday morning. Yeah. It was just. I, it, it's a little I, bit bizarre. Here are a couple of takeaways. If you if you are willing to be open minded to Ted Cruz's argument mm-hmm. on how this is appropriate as opposed to how 2016 was not appropriate is that he gave some figures that throughout history, when the presidency and the Senate both belong to the same party, the federal government has proceeded when presented with an opportunity to fill a vacancy on the Supreme Court. When the presidency has been occupied by one party and the Senate is occupied by another, they have deferred because of waiting the election. But he also made a case that in 2014, 2016, and 2018, the uh, GOP margin for leadership in the Senate expanded. So it was the people had been speaking, he says, not I'm not saying people he said the people had spoken in 14, 16 and 18 seeding approval and seeding control and saying go keep doing what you're doing in the US Senate. He also pointed out and this is where Anthony Mason just couldn't stand it this morning on CBS. He said that he said that Joe Biden has already threatened to contest the outcome of the election if he doesn't win. And, you know, President Trump also has done his fair amount of, you know, throwing some scatter in the air just to see in case there's, if you cast enough, you know, cloudiness and it doesn't turn out your way, then you've got a pathway to toward the challenge. But he said the importance now is if you go back to Bush v. Gore that went to the Supreme Court in 2000, you've got a deadlocked court at 4-4 with a vacancy. So there is there he's making a claim that there is an impetus on them to get that seat filled because the Supreme Court may have to rule on who the president of the United States is come late January of 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they're a deadlock, then it'll go to the lower court. Yes. Which, which is a little bit scary yeah. because if it keeps trickling down, it's going to end up in my court eventually. Sure, it'll come to South Clinton eventually if you just I'm keep just saying. If under just the tree. I will decide handing, with my gavel down. and bad wig. He did also say this is going to put Ro- this is going to put yes. Roe v. Wade. Um, it's going to put Roe v. Wade back front and center yeah. 
into the conversation if the court swings back to a six to three. Yeah. It's five to four right now, and now that liberal seat, mm-hmm. more liberal seat is up in the air if it gets, you know, seated the way that obviously the GOP led Senate wants and the president wants. It's going to it's going to put a little more out of balance, a six to three, and it'll put Roe front and center. And what Ted Cruz said this morning, and again, if you want to buy Ted Cruz's talking point, here's what he said. He said that it won't outlaw abortion, but it will it will go back to a pre Roe versus Wade world where the states decide. So the state chooses whether those procedures are legal or not. And Kentucky, that's one of the reasons Kentucky's been working very hard to be on the record for how Kentucky views that issue over the last few years. So, You know, honestly, back to a a point that I made maybe five, six years ago of we're on the verge of a civil war. It'll be the things like Roe versus Wade that when the federal laws begin to dispense it back to the state laws, people are going to begin to shift and move, just like the states that legalize marijuana, the That's states right. that decide to legalize abortion. And we're going to end up in an East and West America, which I, I'm, I don't know that I'm opposed to that as long as we're civil about it. It's the revolution that that feels like it's erupting right now that's concerning. Uh, here's a name that you might want to familiarize yourself with, Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett is the likely uh, front runner to receive President Trump's nomination to the Supreme Court. Okay. She clerked and is kind of in the mold of Justice Scalia. So He was uh, my favorite. Just want to go on the record. She is 48 years of age. She's younger than I am. Wow. And uh, she's a devout Catholic. She is hailed by religious conservatives and others on the right as an ideological heir to Judge Scalia and the benchmarks that he created. And so um, just I'm not saying she will get the nomination, but she's probably the front runner. And she was probably two. She was probably second to Kavanaugh is that there was a good chance she was going to get nominated ahead of Kavanaugh. And I guess there's a decent chance that some people wish that it had gone in the other the other direction. You know, what's interesting is what I loved about Scalia so much was he believed that the Constitution was a set document. And then a lot of the liberal justices believe that the document is ever living and breathing and changing. And we can change its meaning as our culture changes. So I are on the side with Scalia that it is a set document. And then it decides for us what our culture boundaries are. So I'm wondering, I would like to ask her the same question. Where are you on the document's life? Is it set or is it alive? I have a feeling I know, but do you think we hear the announcement by the end of the week? He's saying he's going to tweet it from the White House. I mean, do you actually think that's going to happen? It is Trump, and he does love to tweet. So the president has done a he, – he, he, he will take a vote after Election Day, but he wants a vote before November 3rd, yeah. and he wants his announcement made before the first debate, which I think is next week. Mm-hmm. But I will – so far, so far, President Trump has been very um, diplomatic and presidential regarding the passing of – of Justice Ginsburg, even though they do not agree politically, they are both New Yorkers, raised in New York. They share, you know, a, a, somewhat of a similar background as far as their culture in which they were raised in. So he has been he he has had nothing but kind things to say about Justice Ginsburg, which is important. I think when Friday comes along, Friday and Saturday comes along, 
I would hope that he will try and stay out of the spotlight long enough for the nation to commemorate her accomplishments and her passing and then move along. There's there's really nothing to gain. They know who the nominee is or will know by Friday and Saturday. And so even though the nation may not know until Sunday, just wait. Just let just just stay out of the limelight for her and then make your nomination and stay on this positive arc that you've been on this week about the passing of the justice. I think that's where we're getting off the rails is we can disagree politically, but when we begin to disrespect our leaders um, and each other, that's where our nation falls, the followers, uh, diehard followers of these leaders, then they begin to, to act in an unruly manner and disrespectful manner. And then it takes to social media, and then it ends up in my courtroom. I don't have time for your foolishness. <laughs> we, um, we are, yeah, no foolishness no, in Misty's courtroom. Just stop. No, no, no foolishness I mean, I've whatsoever. I've got to already weigh all your swimsuits. Stop so um, we Can't see what place. Louisville's been doing. They've canceled vacations for police officers. They've boarded up the courthouse, the first floor, the windows of the courthouse. Can this mean anything other than the grand jury has chosen not to indict the officers involved in the Breonna Taylor? I don't know, but as a mother with a child who's downtown today, I'm very concerned. But don't mm-hmm. you – don't I mean, I don't want to just form I, – I don't want to say for certain that's the way that it's going to be. Okay. But haven't they been tipped off to say that this – the news we're going to share is going to incite – Marching, rioting, looting, etc. And so you better come up with. They wouldn't have gone to all of the man hours yeah. to do this yeah. if there were indictments forthcoming, or at least significant indictments forthcoming. Yeah. At least that's the way I'm reading the situation. If I had to read tea leaves, which I don't normally do, then yes. But yeah. I think the reaction's coming regardless, because even yeah. if there is something. It may not be enough to some people, so either way, you're looking at some sort of a major right. reaction. Sure. There have been times, though, that I might have wanted to pound my fist on something, or I might have wanted to, you know, I might have emotionally felt like punching a wall. None of those times were when I was happy. None of those times are when I was overjoyed with something that happened and said, yeah, the UK didn't win the national championship in basketball and me say, hey, I want to destroy something. So. Not even burn I, a couch? No, I never was a couch burner. Yeah, okay. No, I like to sit down too much. <laughs> too much of a couch potato. <laughs> let's, let's burn something else, but leave the couch. <laughs> uh, some of the headlines you can find at K105.com and in the news today. A former Litchfield resident arrested after several people found living in a U-Haul box truck. The details of that story are somewhat interesting. A Caneyville woman with a long arrest history held on a $100,000 bond. You'll be able to find that information today. And uh, Louisville challenges the NCAA over their recruiting allegations. You know, you know, you know, <laughs> you know what, you know what, their, you know what their challenge was, you know, it looks like legal heading in the, in the case okay. of, and on the body, it says, nah, uh, <laughs> That's the way we like to do it. That's their only legal <laughs> argument. Nuh-uh. What's well, a good one? Oh. It stands on merit. <laughs> well, I mean, it's if as, it pleases the judge, nuh-uh. It's as good as any. They have right. no merit. Hey, uh, the Kentucky High School football <laughs> polls are out. Uh, Pikeville is number one in Class 1A. Uh, Somerset number one in 2A. Belfry leads the pack in 3A. Johnson Central in 4A, Covington Catholic in 5A, and Louisville Trinity is the number one team in the state in high school football in Class 6A. And Mark Stoops 
spoke to the media yesterday to get ready for game week. It's finally here. Kentucky is going to play on the road at Auburn on Saturday, and you will be able to hear the contest. I think countdown to kickoff starts at 9.30 Saturday morning. Ten-point underdog. That's okay. I like the underdog. Why not? I like the underdog, (laughs) bro. That's right. Why not? Go Cats. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Snack time around the corner here on In the Dome. is Business Women's Day. It is also White Chocolate Day today. I'm uh, I'm okay in general with a limited amount of white chocolate. I just like milk chocolate yeah. is preferred. Same. Uh, but if you run out of yeah. milk chocolate, I guess I would settle for the for the white chocolate. I would I would on a bad day. And it's also the Correct. autumnal equinox occurred. 59 minutes ago. 59 and a half minutes yeah. ago. Did you, like, turn a flip or anything when it happened? Because no, I was on air. I didn't, I didn't. shift. Um, winter begins in 91 days, for those of you that are interested. So I like the vernal equinox better than the autumnal equinox. Yeah, do you? Because... It's got a lot more upside potential. Okay. We've lived through winter when we get to the vernal equinox, and so spring and summer ahead, even fall. I mean, you've got... You have some. You have three good seasons ahead of you uh-huh. at the vernal equinox. Yeah. Now, when you get to the autumnal equinox, it's you better hang on for ninety days because winter's coming. Yeah, fall's already on my nerves. But it's also the official launch of everything pumpkin spice. Dennis, do you are you wearing your pumpkin spice? Are you wearing your pumpkin spice deodorant today? Actually, my hairspray is <laughs> scented <laughs> uh, pumpkin and cinnamon. It's a new thing at Bath and Body Works. It's, yeah. for it's men nice. only. It's, now, uh, thanks, I don't know if you noticed, Mark, but he has his, his cooker hat on right now. But he parted his hair to the left today instead of to really? the right. Yeah, Changed so, his part. No well, it, no was, it was the equinox, so yeah. well, things shifted. He, yeah. You can stand an egg on its end, <laughs> and Dennis parts his hair differently. <laughs> hey, yep. thanks, for, thanks for noticing. That's your welcome. Where are you, Dennis, spray. where are you as our chief culinary technician? Where are you on things pumpkin spice related? I am a firm thumbs down on all things pumpkin spice yeah. related, okay. unless good. unless Gracie makes a, a cupcake called pumpkin spice, <laughs> and it is good. And, and then, then I don't eat in. the cream cheese, but I eat the rest. <gasps> what? Why? Continue, Mark. He said that last week. He dogged on. He you dogged like on cream, cream cheese? cheese last week. No cream cheese, anything. When we he thought, thought we had a good fit for Tuesday. He thought most people. <laughs> he thought most people didn't notice that. I caught on to it. Hey, no <laughs> snacks for you. I blocked it out because apparently it was very traumatizing. I just. It's like I have a son who doesn't like bacon. No cheesecake, no nothing. We tried no to adopt cheese. him out twice. They sent him back for the same reason. By the way, the cinnamon in uh, pumpkin mm. spice is thought to help control blood sugar levels. Nutmeg has been used to treat many afflictions, including cancer and kidney disease. Oh, I was uh, ginger seems to be an effective treatment for nausea and morning sickness. Mm. Cloves are used to treat toothaches. Allspice is good for things like intestinal uh, issues, flu, colds, and then, you know, pumpkin. I got to tell you, I am drinking pumpkin spice coffee. Okay. You are? And my tummy was kind of nauseated earlier, and it is better now. Pumpkin is high in vitamin A, which is good for your eyes, your skin, and fighting infections. Mark stresses me. So, Dennis Dennis passed the initial test today. Desserts are healthy, then, is what you're saying. That's absolutely right. All day, Um, every day. And um, 
Dennis, I, I'm I'm going to throw you a little bit of a of a culinary curveball here. I'm ready because some of the origins of your rise to power, yes, in our culinary department, some of the early some of the early trials and tribulations that you were involved in involved Pringles corn on the cob. Mm. Yeah. It was a lesson learning experience for not only you, Dennis, but all of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'm going to propose the following, and then you tell me okay. where you are. Pringles releases Cajun fries chips. So, now, Misty, I would like to direct your attention to the fact that... That's right. Exactly. Wow. The the saxophone is featured <laughs> and it's on the Cajun fries. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a it's a Pringle apparently playing a saxophone. It's, it's wearing a fedora yeah. along in front of a street lamp in New Orleans. Which qualif and the Cajun makes it a hot sax. That's right. Yeah. Hot, yeah. Sax, so hot sax right there. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So Dennis, where are you are you fool me once? Shame on you. you? Thumbs Pull way me. up. Thumbs way up on yeah, Cajun fries. Yeah. That marketing department deserves a raise. <laughs> right? The chef is we playing a saxophone you. and a French fries, and they mm -hmm. kept the can. But if they change that can, I'm out. I don't oh, care yeah. what the flavor. Yeah, so yeah. we forgive you for the sweet corn. I Thank think this you. is no, not you, Pringles. But yes, no. we oh. forgive Pringles. But I think this is Pringles hail Mary to all of the people who bought mm. the sweet corn on the cob. Like, Maybe. We're sorry is we this did a peace that offering? to you. This is, is a peace offering. This is a, peace this offering. Is a please come back. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you the best we have. Yeah. yeah. This is Harry and Lloyd. You totally redeemed yourself. Yes. Totally. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes. That's what happened. How about Crush's new berry blue soda tastes like Sour Patch Kids? Okay, we did this last week. I don't do Sour Patch or Kids. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really like Orange Crush. I do like Orange so Crush. I don't know that I like the berry soda. Plush. Now. Speaking as a 41-year-old male. Mm -hmm. Show off. <laughs> Youngster. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I'm not drinking this, and I give it a thumbs down, but mm -hmm. I think my kids would try this and potentially like it. But would you like your kids full of this? Yeah. I mean, because no. they're just going to stand and spin around as fast as they can, <laughs> because that's got to be pure sugar times 10. As long as they're in their room with the door shut, I'm fine. Okay, good. Go All to right. your room and drink your crush. I've got to get to snack time, but i got one more thing before okay. we can get there. Last week, Candy Maker Just Born had to announce to us that no peeps. No peeps for Christmas. Sure. No peeps for Halloween, because they're trying that. to focus on Easter and get mm -hmm. back in their lane. They're trying to make sure they don't lose all of them, so they're just trying to get their focus back on Easter. But sure. now they're being pressured to become vegan. Oh. So what would have to come out of it? The gelatin. The one key ingredient in Peeps is gelatin, which can be obtained from pork skin and bones. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you. <laughs> let, let me tell you something, vegan friends. There's going to be enough gelatin left over after I carve that pig of everything the pig has to offer. It won't be as if they're – it's not as if they're going in there and getting the the skeletal system out of the pig and putting it in the peeps. This is just remnants of bacon. Yes. <laughs> Preach that's, it. That's that's all. It's oh, not as Lord if you're Jesus. going to – it's not as if you're going to save the pig by making the peeps vegan. 
But will the peeps exist without the gelatin? Let me tell you, I mean, you what take holds the, their shape? You take the hog jowl out of the peeps, you never want peeps again. I agree. That's exactly right. That's and that, right, by the Dennis. way, uh, the official statement from the chief culinary technician of the program. Hog I mean, jowl. It's kind of like a mic drop right yeah. there. Nothing more can be said on the issue. Let's move on to snack time. Okay, I have three things for us to t- <laughs> test this morning. And uh, hopefully one of these make up for the popcorn M&Ms from a couple weeks ago. They but good, but smelly. Here, I want to start with something positive and end with two uncertainties. <laughs> The first thing, Sam, is the Milky Way. This is the Salted Caramel Milky Way. <gasps> I do love salted caramel. Um, there oh, you wait, go. Get, take all those. No, I yep, can't. You got the nucleus. It's yours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Everything. I had gloves on, and I cut them with a knife, and I threw away everything. And mm. This comes with the, in two bars in one package. Salted caramel. And the package is one of my favorite colors. So I like. I love all shades of blue. Really cute. Dennis Buckles would love that. So deliver the remnants of that to 211 West White Oak Street. I will right after the show, sir. Yeah, it's Thank just Milky Way with salt. So good. Yeah, what, it's really good. Mm-hmm. What I'm wondering is how – is it that different, though? No, it's just if we take a regular Milky Way and dip it in it's salt. It's got a little extra salt. kick. Mm-hmm. It has a little extra salty to it that do you don't like typically it. get in a Milky mm-hmm. Way. And I'm not okay. – by the way, I'm not a huge fan of Milky Way. Mm-hmm. My, my dad is. Mm-hmm. But that's better than the original. It is. Oh, okay. That's, 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 okay. That's better than what Milky Way typically offers. I like salt offers. and sugar together. It, to, me, mm-hmm. to me. Salty and sweet. I am a fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is an um, this is something my wife picked up. Actually, <laughs> she picked up everything. Um, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Pumpkin pie pretzels. I need a palate cleanser. Pumpkin, yeah. You take a drink. Here, Mark, someone take one. <laughs> Pumpkin uh. pie Pretzels. I'm not. I'm not advocating for any of these, by the way. Uh oh. <laughs> Before I even got in my mouth, it was bad. You got really? Some bad. Oh, I'm just gonna take a little. It's I the smell. smell it. The smell is worse than the taste. Ooh, it's like a red hot. Yeah, it is. It's too much. That's why pumpkin spice everything is bad. It is like a red hot. The taste is actually okay. It. Ooh. The taste is fine. Yeah. The taste is good. It doesn't even taste like it smells. No, just don't smell it. Mm. Don't I'll go sniffing that. Put those, yeah. Clothespin. I put that in the clothespin category. You yeah. can eat it, but you better put a clothespin on your nose first. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Sarah, I'm going to give that. By the way, you mentioned Sarah picked up all these things. Thank you, Sarah. Who's supposed to be wearing the cooker hat and the apron? <laughs> if you'll let me finish. <laughs> This next item <laughs> uh, is from uh, Taco Bell. Okay. These are tortilla chips, mm-hmm. mild flavored. So they have the sauce flavorings, mild, hot, oh, then way yeah. too hot for your taco. Yeah. Uh, this is mild flavored tortilla chips from Taco Bell. So is this like a Dorito? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. This is going to crunch. So I'm going to move my microphone. This is rip-off Doritos. <laughs> this is, we don't want to pay the Frito-Lay company yeah. to use their chip. I'm going to have to ask Sarah if the other flavors come in chips as well. This tastes like Taco Bell. Hmm. It, does, it does taste like Taco Bell. It does taste yeah. like Taco Bell. Hey, that's, that's not bad. That's, that's good. good. Yeah, it's good. Now, I would like for them, when you get the nachos, just the chips and cheese, I'd like to have those as the chips now. There you go. 
Hey, yeah. those weren't bad. The no, smell of the pretzel was the worst, I think. Yeah, just don't smell the pretzels. They're good. Hey, how about those as the base of the nachos Belgrande? Yeah, exactly. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. Get rid of those mm-hmm. tasteless chips you all hand out that are paper thin. Yeah, I like it. And that's a keeper. I like it a lot. Yeah, they're all keepers. Just well done, Sarah. Like... Thanks, yes. Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Cooker, Sarah. You come on the show, wear this hat. Sarah Cooker. <laughs> We're oh, a team, don't, okay? Don't, uh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> we that's, share the hat. That's right. I, I, I think it was explicitly in your wedding vows. <laughs> She, she would buy the snacks, and you would wear the ugly hat. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not an ugly hat, but it's a... Uh, it's a cooker hat. I'll pull it off, though. It's a cooker you hat. You do. Well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Kind sir. Dennis, I don't know if I've shared with you or not, but... Uh, Carol Ken to you. One, one Taylor Buckles... <laughs> one, one Taylor Buckles, we had hibachi, and, her, and our hibachi chef was wearing a hat like yours. Mm-hmm. And I remember she was very little, but he threw, you know, something up and caught it in his hat, and she... She says, Dennis, I don't know if you know that's why we call it that, but she said, he put that in his cooker hat. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So, so we're going to need you to learn tricks. That's why it's a cooker hat. Actually, I'm going to need this for Halloween. Now, <laughs> can this leave the building? <laughs> yeah, you can sign it we out. we got to put one Just of those tags to, on it. Sign talk it to Princess Tiana. <laughs> okay. It'll It'll be attached to, be. to a, a wheel off of a car <laughs> and a chain. It will have to be scanned. <laughs> oh, great. And then finally, this segment, uh, we will not be able to show you the video of the story. E- even though there is video and even though we have it, oh, we're not able house. to show it to you. That's my place. A wild Waffle House brawl In breaks Florida. out over unpaid tickets and a customer's phone. Mm. Waffle House is currently investigating the circumstances behind a wild fight that broke out between employees and customers at an unidentified Waffle House restaurant. Mm. Footage of the brawl shows at least seven individuals involved in the melee, one of whom loses her top while repeatedly striking a worker in the head. Your top wasn't big enough. Jerry Boss, the director of public relations for Waffle House, says we're currently investigating to gather all the facts and details and to determine what actions need to be taken, if any. Which prompted me to wonder, what must it be like to work in the Waffle House corporate office? That's yeah, got to be fun. They come in on Mondays and review all of the security <laughs> tape from all of the fights that break out and all the drunk people that get hauled out of Waffle House. And I bet Jerry, their PR director, is just smothered and covered in incidents <laughs> every day. Wait, is his last name Springer? Because I think that's where he went to no, work, right? boss. Like a boss. Yeah, it is. We've got to get to a break. We'll be back. More on the way here on In the Know. But on the midnight Did you know the Lion King will forever hold the record for best-selling VHS of all time? Over 50 million copies of the Lion King sold on VHS alone. You know what? I went through all of our VHS tapes cleaning out a closet recently, and we have two Dumbos, one still in the package. Oh, yeah? Wish it was a Lion King. Mm. (laughs) be worth a little bit more probably an unopened yeah. uh if you've got an unopened song at the south you can be yeah, it's true that, you'd have a fortune yeah, right uh, true uh, because that's going to be a collector's item because mm-hmm. that's you know one that disney's trying to hide uh-huh. the emmys 
The 2020 ratings of the Emmy Awards hit a new historic low. So, just out of curiosity, I guess we can start an office pool if you want to. Okay. I do. When will (laughs) the celebrities realize that it's them? That they are the problem. They're, They're... political grandstanding mm-hmm. and trying to shove their views yes. into our they have failed to remember that entertainment is a transaction between two parties that if you stay in your lane and you entertain me then we're going to be okay i'm going to pay to go to your movies right. i'm going to watch your stuff on tv but just remember you're an actor Portraying a role in a scripted thing, and I have the opportunity to tune out if I want. And when you start your political nonsense, I go, "Yeah, I'm out." I think what they failed to realize too is that it's not them they, that we like; it's the people they <laughs> pretend to be that we're yes, in love that's, with. That's right. I, I'm paying you to make me laugh. I'm, I don't care about your political view. I'm, per- I'm paying you to be anybody but you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right. So don't get right. up and be right. you at the award show because right. we don't like you. Yeah, be someone else. We like your characters. <laughs> no offense, but we don't like you. Be here's, the other guy. Here's twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah. Be someone else. Be somebody yes. else for me. <laughs> uh, did you see Ellen's return to television yesterday? So I saw uh, just a brief moment of it, and I read the subtitles on yeah. my Instagram, mm-hmm. and I got to the part where she says, "If you are, if you don't love me, then welcome." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't yep. hear the rest of it, which I, I did appreciate because I feel that way some days. It's like, uh-huh. well. You're here. Yeah. Hey. You may not like what you're hearing, but you're here. And just like I said about the entertainer act, uh, the entertainment and the actors, there's an off button. Sure. There's a minimize and get it off your screen button. And or hey, there's it's a, a radio show, not a newscast. So <laughs> we're supposed to give our opinions. Kind of what I was thinking. And I did like, by the way, kudos to Ellen because in typical Ellen comedic fashion, okay, she comes out in her monologue and she says, "So how was your summer?" She says, mine was great. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, you uh-huh. had a terrible yeah. summer. Yeah. You, you at least been. at least, in, she got it all over in 2020, right? Like, yeah, if you're going to have a terrible summer, you might as well do it in 2020 got, when everybody else is having a terrible summer. Got it summer. out of the way. So uh, Ellen's off and running in her 18th season. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. I point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, chart toppers, and more ahead here on In the Know. Sometimes hard work pays off in ways you'd never expect. Just ask 20-year-old Justin Corva from Rockwall, Texas. His willingness to work hard inspired complete strangers to reward him for it. Local resident Andy Mitchell was on his way to work one day when he noticed Justin walking down the sidewalk. Justin was wearing a fast food uniform. He looked like he was walking to work, but there weren't any restaurants nearby. So Andy pulled over and offered Justin a ride. By the time they reached Justin's job, Taco Casa, it became clear how motivated Justin was to work hard and to make something of himself. Justin couldn't afford a car, so he walked three miles each way every day to get to his minimum wage job. Inspired by Justin's determination, Andy reached out to the community. A kind-hearted group of people in Rockwall pooled their resources and surprised Justin with a car of his own. The group also gave Justin a $500 gas card, two years of free oil changes, and one year of car insurance. Thomas Edison once said, Opportunity is missed by most people because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. 
It's great to see people do whatever it takes to better themselves. And it's also great to see a community support someone who needs a hand up, not a hand out. The opportunities are there, but they're often dressed in overalls. Or in this case, a fast food uniform. For Focus on the Family, I'm Jim Daly. Look around your home, and there's probably something that was made right here in Litchfield. Leggett & Plant is a worldwide corporation making a wide range of products, including sofa sleeper and reclining hardware assemblies here at home. A portion of your Ashley, Lazy Boy, or England furniture might have been made by one of your neighbors. Join the Leggett & Platt team today. We're a one-shift operation with competitive wages, incentive pay, benefits at 90 days, and a discount stock program offering after six months. Applications for production trainees are available in the front lobby with a convenient drop box. So stop by the office at 435 at Embry Drive and start your path to a career with Leggett & Platt. We need 30 new trainees immediately. So join the team where our motto is, we work hard so you can rest easy. Leggett and Platt is an equal opportunity, affirmative action, veteran and disability employer. Amy McGrath and the radical left mobs opposed President Trump from the morning after his election. Amy McGrath, an extreme liberal, compared my election she compared it to 9-11. Here's McGrath on President Trump's election. That morning I woke up like somebody had sucker punched me. The only feeling I can describe that's any close to it was the feeling I had after 9-11. That's right. McGrath compared President Trump's election to 9-11, the worst terrorist attack in American history, at a time when most Kentuckians were praying for a new president's success. This is what Amy McGrath and the radical left mobs were thinking. McGrath supported impeaching President Trump. She even said she's, quote, further left than anyone in the state of Kentucky. Extreme Amy McGrath, the wrong path for Kentucky. I'm Mitch McConnell, candidate for the U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by McConnell Senate Committee. point to ponder for today what house rules did you grow up with that you thought were normal but later found out they definitely weren't so basically this is an opportunity to showcase the uh, parental units that we uh, grew up under yeah uh, do either so based upon that premise, what were some of the house rules that you grew up under that you later came to realize were silly? Yeah. So my little at the outset of this, you have to remember my dad was in his late forties when I was born. Okay, so he was like a grandfather to me. My dad was born in thirty seven. Okay, right, nineteen thirty seven. Yeah. So right. he was born of a different generation. But the rule when I started dating was I couldn't date anybody that had tattoos or long hair. All right. Like to him, that was the epitome of bad boy if you let your hair grow out and had tattoos. So And you think that's now a foolish rule? Just checking. Um, I just well, I married a boy who had a mullet with a tattoo, uh, okay. with lots of tattoos. Well, so, but but he had business in the front. He had business yeah, in the front. That's part, what saved him with daddy. Like the mullet yeah. was at least he got it halfway right <laughs> on that regard. Um, Mr. Cook, 
Uh, any that you can that come to mind? Is my mom on, Sam? Can you just I'm give not, me a I'm thumbs up if she's on there? But <laughs> <laughs> I would say things like uh, you don't necessarily have to read the Bible out loud every day. Um, you know, you can turn the gospel music down some. <laughs> Um, you don't have to witness to the neighbor every hour on the hour. Uh, goodness, I sh- there's so many things. You don't have to knock on all the doors. It was a tough childhood. Yes, yes, yes. You know, when you when you live a life of uh, attempting to be obedient yeah. and please uh, and honor your mother and father, there aren't yeah. many rules, quote unquote, that you have to abide by because you're already doing it. So you were a Jehovah's Witness when you were little? Not necessarily, but, you know, uh, there was one thing that really perturbed me that shaped the rest of my life to this day. And I hate to bring it out live on the radio with everyone listening. don't forget, around the globe. Around the globe. All those Periscope watchers out there. Is that still an app? But Mm. anyway, there was like, hey, one popsicle after supper. I was like, okay, one popsicle. So I'll find the one that's frozen together to the other ones. Well... (laughs) Later at night, I'd come in, and my dad would have eaten the rest of the whole box. So, I mean, I'm like, how does this apply to my life? So I've carried that over into my life today as a parent, mm-hmm. and I give my kids half a Popsicle, and then I you have the two boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you multiply. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you do <laughs> get to a point divided. in life, though, there where you fully realize he who provides the Popsicles. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Gets the lion's share mm-hmm. of the popsicle. Mm-hmm. That's it. Should, over that's the should popsicle. he or she choose? Yes. That's it. Resides over. You, you, you see this angular roof that's over your head? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're operating in a space under it. That's right. So the the rules are slightly different than maybe you might want them to be. <laughs> you built the roof. <laughs> I will say there. Were, by the way, when I, I challenged self, I'm like, what were these rules that we had in our household? Yeah. And I really don't have any. I can't even come up with ones that are necessarily funny. There are two instances, and my parents will get it. We we once had we were going to have family meetings, and that lasted one meeting. And I think we we voted against my mother that we should secede from ever having any future family meetings. Uh, so what happens? You have more kids. Than, the the than democracy didn't quite work. In <laughs> yeah. her, it didn't quite work in her favor. And, no, and then we have this boogle basket, which is not really Love a rule, this. but the, the boogle basket what? was boogle basket. if you left something lying around the house. And again, this is not a foolish rule. No, again, I, love I, this. I am completely on board with this rule, but yeah. it was a modern take on things. And if you left your toys laying around the house, if you were cluttery, the item went in the boogle basket, and the boogle basket was in a centralized location that you had to walk by it and see your item in the basket going, oh, I can't play with that item. Mm-hmm. It's in the basket, oh. and it had to stay there for some defined period of time, yeah. three days, yeah. a week, whatever it might be. And so there was always this congregation of toys in the boogle basket. I love it. I mean, you wow. had to walk by and, and be reminded every day of your Tom Fuller. That's right. It wasn't just that it was taken and put no. away somewhere where you couldn't see it mm-hmm. and it was out of sight, out of mind. It was right there where mm-hmm. you had, like, you, if you wanted to eat breakfast, you had to look at it. You know, the the one thing was we had lots of ages. Like, you can't have your ears pierced till you're in nine. You can't wear pantyhose till you're 13. You can't wear makeup until you're 13. Like you can't date till you're 16. So there's all these rules. So I took some of that into my household and told my children they weren't allowed to kiss until they were 18. (laughs) They took it to heart. Like at fifth grade, I remember a conversation with my fourth and fifth grader about how old again before we can kiss? I'm like, who do you want to kiss? (laughs) But they were so serious about it. 
My mom would have just woke up one day for the boogie basket. Boogle. 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 Mm-hmm. And there would have just been cans of peas and Brussels sprouts <laughs> and green beans all over the floor. And I would have been like, ah, oh, oh. that's in the basket again? Oh, man. <laughs> he was trying to fill up the boogle basket with other stuff. The peas and so carrots. I was like, well, we're full Jeez. up at the boogle basket. Yeah. We can't put your toys in there. We can't have peas and carrots. And then the, the most famous house rule that my mother grew up with that I, I've told on the show, I think, multiple times, but just a wonderful story that my papa, Malcolm, did not observe daylight saving time. So it was the same time year-round, which meant that his daughters and son got to stay out an hour later half the year than... Okay. You know, so yeah. because their yeah, curfew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their yeah, curfew yeah, yeah. was the same, but uh-huh. it was an hour later for a portion of the year, which their friends thought was great. It's like, hey, you get to stay out later because of daylight <laughs> savings time. So I just, that was kind of one of those weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and before I get into today in history, Dennis, I must know, I didn't have the time to look it up, so I'll just do it. I'll blindside you. Sure. That's fun. Cook Ranch Music posted something subsequently this week. And I can't tell if it's a new song or if you're making me anticipate something. Are you teasing me again with something or is there a new song? Anticipation. What's that mean? Anticipation. Cook Ranch Music on Facebook.com. Do I need to go listen to that? You can't. It's not there yet. It's just a picture of sound waves. Well, I noticed that, but I was... Is there something coming? I felt like that I could click on it and it would do something. Try it. Okay. (laughs) What if I right-click on it? Well, you can save it. Dance monkey. <laughs> or copy it. <laughs> or share it. Yes. <laughs> or do what you want with it. Today's, Put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> Today's highlight in history. And by the way, my dad also points out that made my mother and her sisters really popular dates. Oh, because yeah. they had a later curfew for half the year. That's the other that's the other part to the story that I didn't tell this particular time. Popular but like, oh, the Purcell girls can stay out an hour later? Sure, let's go out with them. Well, Sarah was always brought home before curfew <laughs> to her father, which was a state trooper. Next, because this you day all were door knocking and witnessing. This day <laughs> in 1862, <laughs> President Lincoln issued the Preliminary Emancipation Proclamation declaring all slaves in rebel states should be free as of January 1, 1863. The Soviet Union exploded its first atomic bomb this date in 1949. Birthdays today, Tommy Lasorda is 93. Tony Basil is 77 today. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Uh, Captain Mark Phillips is 72 today. Debbie Boone is 64. Dennis, Andrea Bocelli is 62 today. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Joan Jett is 62 today. I reached out to her yesterday uh, to check on her. She did inform me that she still does love rock and roll. Oh, very good. But she also does now love rock and chair. Oh, okay. Oh, that's... Yeah. Scott Baio is 60 today. Catherine Oxenberg is 59. And the rapper Mystical is 50 today. Hmm. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1956. So you're... (laughs) But, Dennis, that's clickbait because it says 447 on your... Now, look at that. See, if if I click on that, I'm going to be turned away is what you're telling me. I don't know. Just try it. This is Gene Vincent and his blue caps, Be Bapa Lula. I don't know what I'm just... Number one. I think what this proves is Dennis doesn't know how to use the social media Facebook. <laughs> Did and I not post a song on there? 
It's like when Mamma gets on for the first time and she's sharing your post and you don't know why. Uh, listen, yeah. If you want to if you want to have fun for days, just YouTube and or Google Mamma's on Zoom. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gracious. Yeah. <laughs> so you're on like a Mamma on Zoom. <laughs> Thank you. Nineteen sixty five. Your boys were number one. Good. Bop, bop. I'd like to be in the Boogalaster, please, for a week. <laughs> Can I get in the Boogalaster? <laughs> Can I hey, get these, in? Hey, this is good. These are classic songs right here. It's Snoopy. I always it's thought not, it was Snoopy. No, I was going to say that. It's not Snoopy. This is not a uh, Charlie Brown. Reference. Okay. All right. Well, I learned something new today. Two things. What did that 32-foot inflatable Yukon Cornelius actually sell for on eBay? Do you know? It's still it's still open. I it's think the asking open. was like $13,500. Are you for real? I don't remember. Well, what else are you going to do with your Trump bucks? Uh, safety dance. Kids, those of you who are, and Dennis, you're one of them. You weren't born until 79. Correct. You kids don't realize how many lives this song saved in 83. Yeah, that's the truth. I was four. Yeah. Again, but you weren't spelling <laughs> safety by then. <laughs> I was seven. Like the rest of us. We were learning. I was best, two best years best from getting my ears pierced. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Trying to find a boy with tattoos. Except <laughs> <laughs> my father. Too far. <laughs> two whole years $2,495 in case anyone's looking to gift that. Oh, 2500 bucks for a 32 foot. Is it 32 32 feet? foot custom. Inflatable. Oh, custom inflatable. Well, that's wow. why it's twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, yeah. I can probably buy it from Hammaker Schlimmer for half that. Oh, just no bites off right now. Just Boys to Men, number display. one, ninety two. Also, Teenage Dream, Katy Perry, number one in twenty ten, and Lizzo was number one a year ago today with Truth Hurts. <laughs> Dennis, that would look great on Tilden. Yes, that, that's what Tilden needs. You just talk about the towering <laughs> Yukon. Wow, and it lights over up. Over Tilden Town. My wonderful. goodness. Wow, stuff. That's good stuff. <sighs> um, what, by the way, again, late again, Dennis, talky, talky, talky all the time. Um, <laughs> the first Baptist marquee caught my eye the other day. What's your new series? Dear Church, and we are each week of the fall over the uh, this month and next month, we are uh, focusing on the seven churches that are uh, uh, spoke to in Revelation by Jesus. So, okay. learning new truths from God's Word about that and being reminded of those things every Sunday at ten o'clock. So, very good. All right, thanks for the information. Uh, look, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Hope Thank you for you. having me. Hope to see you again next week. Thanks for the snacks you bought. You hit six hundred today, by the way. So if you're a professional baseball player, you'd be in the Hall of Fame. Because two of your three snacks were spot on today. Thanks, Sarah. Very good. Plus, Cajun fries. I mean, hey, yes. we've got great stuff I'm on the horizon now. Mm-hmm. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. No matter how many plans you make or how much in control you are, life is always winging it. Mm. No matter how many plans you make or how much in control you are, life is always winging it. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition.